Welcome and welcome. We're about to launch into the ABSA podcast series called On Duty. Thank you for joining. Here we go. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the ABSA podcast series. Uh, We're really excited this morning to be interviewing Lisa Fowler, uh, head of boarding at St. Margaret's here in Brisbane. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for for agreeing to come on the podcast uh, this morning. Lovely to be here. Thanks, Jared. (laughs) So Lisa, for those that may not know too much about you, um, can you share a little bit about the life of Lisa Fowler and how you found yourself uh, in the boarding industry? Absolutely. Um, I I started out as a teacher um, and my first teaching position was at Rocky Rocky Grammar and, and had quite a lot to do with the boarders there in those initial years of my teaching. Um, I then got married and we left, We moved to Melbourne and um, lived in boarding at Scotch College in Melbourne for about five years. Um, and then, I suppose, moving, we moved back to Queensland and um, I was head of boarding at Girls Grammar in Rockhampton. And then moved to, and in between that, I'd also been teaching um, as well. And then um, got the job here at St. Margaret's. And this is my 13th year here at St. Margaret's. So I suppose my journey, I've always been in boarding schools, both boys co-ed and girls boarding. I had experience, I suppose, from in all different settings of boarding. And how have you found the, 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 obviously being in boys, girls and co-ed, how, how have you found that they, they, they differentiate from each other? Um, I think co-ed, co-ed boarding for me was probably the, um, the biggest challenge. I wasn't actually working in boarding then, but I, um, you know, just involved in doing a lot of stuff with boarders as such. Um, boys boarding. Totally different um, to the way in which you manage and your relationships and and so forth that you have with the boys. And then again, you just have to adjust and handle different situations, different and the girls in a very different way in which you do um, the boys. And I think that's probably one of the things you learn different skills by working in boys boarding as opposed to girls boarding to co-ed boarding and then hopefully you can bring all of the things that are good from each of those and you know put it together into a girls boarding house um, and do things differently and I think for girls boarding it has certainly um, moved ahead um, a lot in the last 10 years. Yeah well and you've now obviously been at St Margaret's for 13 years that you say uh, and recently your principal Ros Curtis nominated you for the ABSA 2020 Premier, Premier Leadership Award which you were the winner and congratulations for that. Um, tell us a little bit what, what, what that means to you in receiving that award and being recognised obviously by your principal um, as, a, as a Premier Leader. Mm. Oh look Obviously, I'm really honoured and I think, you know, from my perspective, working at St Margaret's with um, Ros as the principal, Ros is a very big 
supporter of boarding. And so, therefore, my my job here at St Margaret's with her um, always taking into consideration the impacts that it has on boarding, on families and so forth, um, has made my job um, a lot easier, I suppose, where, you know, it is a significant part of our school. One in four girls here at St Margaret's is a boarder. So boarding, you know, and we always say because of where our boarding house is um, placed right in the centre of the school, we always refer to it as the heart of the school. Um, That's cool. And so I think, you know, winning the leadership award is not, you know, it's not just about me, it's about everybody else who works in the boarding house because I can't do my job without everybody else who contributes and does those day-to-day, the day-to-day grind, I suppose, of (laughs) um, working with the girls. So it's really about acknowledging Roz as the principal of St Margaret's as well, but um, also... From the kitchen staff to facilities to everybody who plays a role in ensuring that boarding runs the way that it does. Yeah, absolutely. Very well said. Um, and I guess just one small part um, that's, that, uh, that has played a massive um, played a massive role in you receiving that award it would be Durack College, which you've set up at, at, at St Margaret's. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Um, the the idea started out of a conversation um, with some of the Year 12 boarders actually about um, them not necessarily wanting to go to a big college at university and where to go. And I suppose just that, um, you know, transferring from school to the big wide world. And so we looked at, we had an area where um, the sisters used to live and there used to be retreats down there. And we looked at that area as providing I suppose, and a place for girls to go um, after they've finished Year 12 um, and to have university accommodation where the school would then employ them. Um, And so all of the girls who are down there are offered employment opportunities within the school, uh, whether it be in the boarding house, the library, we do supervised study, um, a number of things. And so a lot of the time it is actually not necessarily girls from St Margaret's that are at Durack College, but I was going to be girls my question, from so does, that it doesn't yes. have to be a St Margaret's ex-student? No. no. No, we've got girls from all over Queensland, New South Wales, um, who have who come to Durack College. There are only 25 beds currently. We're completely yeah. full next year. So um, <laughs> well done. there's a wait list there for... That so, I think um, it's also about providing like a smaller environment, um, and there's a lot of mentoring. We have um, Kelly, who runs the college down there, um, has guest speakers from all industries and so forth. So, it's providing that extra support and mentoring Mm. for girls as they move transition from school into university. Gee, that's a fabulous idea, isn't it? There wasn't, was there any, I guess, concern about well, why don't we make those beds and that um, an opportunity for more St Margaret's girls uh, to go for university. Uh, just to, as, a, as, a, as another boarding house within the school. Oh, okay, sure. Um, we had just added twenty three new beds. We built a new area for Year Sevens coming in. Um, when I look at it now, we could probably do with those twenty five beds here at St Margaret's. <laughs> <laughs> 
we've got, you know, we've got a big cohort of Year 7s coming in um, to start next year, um, the 28 new Year 7s starting at the beginning of next year. Uh, I think at that time it was also just, I suppose, widening what we what we do and what we offer. Yeah, sure. But also those, those girls down at the college also provide mentoring for our Year 12 girls. You know, they talk about their journey at university in their first year, their second year, decisions that they've made um, with their universities, you know, the subjects that awesome. they're doing. So we try to link those girls down there with our Year 12 girls to help them with their transition. So, yeah, I I think it actually has um, given us more opportunity here Mm -hmm. in boarding um, to broaden what the girls um, find out about university. Yeah, definitely. And if we have any, anyone, any listeners out there interested, um, how how would they go about adding onto the wait list of Jurat College? Um, well, there is a beautiful website that they can yep. get onto, and um, and I'm more than happy. You know, at any stage, I have taken a few heads of boarding and so forth for a look through awesome. um, at College. Uh, but Kelly, who runs the college down there, is always available to um, provide any information to anybody about Durack College. Yeah, fantastic. So, moving forward. Uh, Lisa, we're, and we want to hear about a couple of challenges that you faced during your time in boarding. Um, can you think of anything mm-hmm. in particular that stands out and how you overcame that? I would say one of the biggest challenges that I faced was probably when, um, two, really, changing the culture uh, in the boarding house to be... Um, one based on, I suppose, more on respect for everybody within the boarding house. And the other one probably would be staff. So they're probably the two biggest challenges I've faced in the beginning. So changing the culture of what it means to be a boarder, that we're a community, um, getting rid of some traditions that I certainly probably didn't agree with. Um, and that's always hard with your first group of, you, you know, changing things. Yeah. So as we, you know, in uh, in any community, trying to change something that has been a tradition that perhaps no longer should be a tradition, um, <laughs> that was probably a big challenge. And it actually, ta- you know, and I, sa- I will always say to new heads of boarding, sometimes with those things in changing a culture, you can't change it within a year you need a whole cohort to go through. Like you need that five, six years to change that culture because your year sevens remember what the year 12s did. You know, they hang on to those things. So you can't change a culture in one or two two years. It takes time and you've got to be patient and just keep, um, you know, keep at it and at it and at it until you have actually changed the culture. I think the other thing in girls boarding has been changing the level of staff. Um, there were, you know, there's always been that kind of theory in girls boarding schools, you know, that older matronly kind of, you know, house mothers <laughs> and so forth. And yeah. so we have done a lot of work here at St Margaret's in recruiting um, the right staff. And again, I think it's again about promoting what the job in boarding is today as opposed to what it may have been. So there's a, mo- a many more layers to 
a residential supervisor's job today than there used to be. Mm. And so I think the recruitment of staff, particularly in girls' boarding, whereas in um, found like in boys' boarding, a lot of them are the teaching staff. Um, girls' boarding is not structured like that, and so therefore it has been about finding the right staff, the right fit for our culture and our values here at St Margaret's. Mm. And is there a certain process that St Margaret's has when recruiting staff that you've, that you've implemented or is there, um, you just put more time and effort into, into making sure that you do recruit the right staff? Uh, I think putting a lot more time and effort into recruiting the right staff not just taking, you know, not just going, well, we need someone, so we will take someone. Um, Until we get the right person who's the right fit um, for the girls, um, we will just fill the shifts with us senior staff doing what we need to do. So I think it is about being particular about who you recruit. Yeah, wow. And so... Leading on to the when you when you do recruit a new member of staff, um, and I suppose this can this question can also go out to any new member, new head of boarding that may be joining the industry. What would be one piece of advice that you would give to them? We do a lot of um, we have all new staff do at least two weeks of shadowing, so they don't actually come in and we go right. That, there's your year group and you take. So one of the senior members in the boarding house staff, either the head of junior house or head of senior. Um, house will actually work the shifts with them so they know exactly what they have to do so they will so they're taken through that process Um, we do a lot of training as in you know dealing with parents um, dealing with different situations scenarios with girls Um, but we I suppose we have that support that one of our senior staff are always here every night so um, Fiona and Grace, who are my head of junior house and senior house, one of them is always on the floor each night. So there's always a senior staff member for them yeah. to, be, to feel supported by. I think having clear, um, clear handbooks, our staff handbook is step-by-step step clear as to what happens at each almost feels at each second in time (laughs) within the boarding house. With everything for each year level, very clearly documented, you know, what needs to happen. But I think that shadowing and not just putting them in um, Mm. and, you know, learn on the, you know, they are learning on the job, but they've actually got someone leading them to show them how to do that. And we take a great deal of time to do that. Yeah, fabulous. That's a that's a really good idea. Um, I love the idea of shadowing and mm. pa- painting a picture for, for the new staff, I, really, I, su- I suppose. Absolutely. And when it's one of your senior um, members in the, of the boarding team, um, you know, it's really important because they are, you know, we often would say, if you've got a question, I always say to new staff, if you've got a question, ask one of the senior members of the boarding house. So either ask myself the owner or Grace, Yeah. what's the process? Yeah, awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move forward on to our Fast Five segment, Lisa. Um, now, this is, we've, we've had a few few listeners ask a couple of questions. Um, so some are boarding related, some might not be boarding related. Um, so are you ready? I'm ready. Very good. So question one, uh, what do you love to do in your time away from the boarding house? Garden. 
garden. I have a river. That is, that is my relaxation. Um, I love my garden, so that's where I, that's what I would do. Fabulous. So, outside. Yeah. Being outside is where, yeah, that's where my happy place is. And so has that, have you taken that gardening to every, every boarding school that you've been to? I have, yeah, I probably have, like, you know, <laughs> even here, we, yeah. um, the girls have, like, we've done, we've got big um, veggie pods all set up. Awesome. We've got, you know, the girls do um, help me with different gardening and that, but I just, yeah, I do love my own garden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question two, your favourite food? Risotto. Oh, good choice. Very good choice. <laughs> Question three, uh, the f- your favourite ABSA conference that you have attended? Mm. Oh, um, that's, uh, I'm trying to think. That, I, I think they're all very good and I think you learn something from every one of them. I would probably say the one um, in Perth. I really enjoyed the one that was over in Perth. Don't, I cannot remember what the name of it, but I do know <laughs> that I came back feeling, you know, that when you get takeaways, things that you can implement into your boarding house, I think that's that's where you know that's a great conference. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Question four, your favourite holiday destination? My favourite holiday destination? Well, at the moment, um, the best holiday I've been on lately is to the U.S., so that's probably off the list right now. Yeah, I think probably, it might be for the foreseeable future. probably be anywhere, anywhere near a beach. Very nice. And last question. Um, obviously, your your family has travelled around with you into to, the, to various different parts of your throughout your life and boarding journey. Um, have they enjoyed being a part of boarding the boarding community? Absolutely, yes. I would say um, I have a son and a daughter, so very different experiences. Mm. So when you're at a boys' school, um, it's great for boys, you know, being in a boarding house environment and so forth. Um, Moving to St Margaret's, I suppose, um, Lizzie went to school here. So she did 13 or she did her 12 years of schooling, only finished here last year. So she's always been a really involved in boarding here and um, now does a little bit of work in the boarding, not actually in the boarding house, but um, some work within the school still while she's at university. Uh, My son is out and working and so forth now. So, um, but I think he's, you know, he has enjoyed it. They've understood the commitment and so forth that um, you have to have two boarding because you can be called out at any time in the middle of dinner usually um, <laughs> to, to deal with things. But I think, you know, it, from my perspective, um, the, my kids being in boarding has made them far more resilient as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, mm. definitely. And to conclude our podcast for today, Lisa, um, we always like to provide a story for our listeners. Do you have a story that you might be willing to share during your time in boarding? Look, I can, yeah, yeah, I can. I suppose my most recent one, and I suppose this is where you look at how the girls see you um, and react to you um, in different situations. My 
my year 12s, and it's a very different end for the year 12s now, obviously. You know, they're all going on different at different days and so forth as they finish external exams. I did walk into the uh, dining room and there was a bunch of year 12s out the, um, out the front and I, you know, you just get that feeling in boarding that something's not quite as it should be. But I had that feeling but couldn't put my finger on what it was and I think you, you, you get very good at knowing when something's going on. I walked the year 12s, I walked into the dining room and they put one of our year 12 boarders in a wheelie bin. And as I walked into the dining room, which was full of the girls, she jumped out of the bin yeah, at me. It scared you? Uh, it did scare me <laughs> and I, I did control myself. It was interesting, however, the conversation after that I had with the girls. And so I did take it very well. But the girls then had said to me how much thought they had put into doing this about how would I react. And they either went, she's either going to take it as a joke or this is going to go really badly and she's not going to be um, happy. And I think, you know, for me, something like that, you know, where they consider, um, they know you by year 12, they know yeah, what, you know, definitely. they know who you are and how you react that, you know, the conversations afterwards, like they were all just almost, they said they were scared going, will she react? Which way will she react in this situation? But I think, you know, as something, you know, it, it just shows how the girls, you know, they do consider, they do know you and yeah. they did, you know, so that's probably, you know, that was a few weeks ago where they yeah. jumped out of being at me. No, that's fabulous, and it's so great to see that the relationship that you obviously have with your with your with the girls there. Well, Lisa, I think that's what boarding is about. Yeah, most certainly. Um, thank you so so much for your time today. Um, it's been no incredible to, to to learn from you and, and your boarding journey. Um, and so we really do appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. You're welcome, Jared. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, to everyone else out there, thanks for listening this week. Um, please subscribe to the ABSA podcast on Apple Podcasts and we look forward to speaking with you next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of On Duty. We hope you enjoyed it. See you next week.